0: This is Jess with Chillin' with Jess, and I have a very special guest today. Her name is Jerry, and she is with Everyday Scribe. Uh, Jerry, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm so excited to learn more about you. Um, so I see that you are a writer and author, and you love to read. Can yeah. you tell me a little bit about? how you started learning to read and write? Like, was it always a favorite activity for you?
1: Um, yeah, like I, I can't remember a time in my life that I didn't read and write. So um, I would pull up in my room and write little stories and I would, you know, read for hours. And I still sometimes read for hours and hours at a time. So it's definitely a love that has lasted my entire lifetime.
0: Do you always read a specific, um, is it genre?
1: Yeah, um, no, I I don't really stick to a specific genre, although I do um, tend to stick with one genre for a while. So I'll read several romances in a while and then I'll read some sci-fi for a while and then I'll read um, some adolescent literature for a while and dystopians and things like that. So I tend to chunk it up, I guess. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. So have you always considered yourself a writer?
1: Yes, um but I have not always written. There's been big chunks of my life where I didn't do any writing, but I still thought of myself as a writer. I I guess that piece of my identity was always ingrained in there somewhere even when I wasn't actively pursuing art. So um, I'm really happy to have reconnected with it. So, yeah.
0: That's good. Did you go, so did you go to school for
1: writing? Um, no, not really. Um, so, I have an undergrad and a master's degree. My undergrad is in business and business management. And that is not exciting to me at all, but it is helpful in running your own business to have that kind of um, background. But um, my master's degree, when I decided to go get that, I was like, I am not doing anything that I don't want to study. So I went and I got a liberal arts degree with a concentration in literature. So um, that was my, my formal education in literature was my master's degree, not my undergrad. And I think it's really good to have that, um, like, really eclectic background of, you know, business and art because it really does intertwine much more of them probably people realize. So I just think it's a good mix to have. I don't really understand, like, the connection sometimes. And I'm not sure I'm, I can explain it well right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So, um, I, so do you write poetry or do you just write, like, anything and everything?
1: Um, I do write poetry. Um, I actually just, I kind of always wrote poetry, little bits here and there, but um, it wasn't until recently when I met another writer and poet. She really um, inspired me to get back into writing poetry, like, more intentionally. So, um, that was really fun to explore that. But I've always written what I call, I always call them little vignettes or slices of life, but um the more popular current term is flash fiction so it's usually um things written in 500 words or less and sometimes even less words than that so it's very concise succinct writing um so those are the two types that i normally write but i also um i am publishing a book um it should be out the end of september and it's like I'm, I'm calling it a mini memoir, which I was calling it that. And then I ended up Googling the term and there is actually a genre of mini memoirs. So, um, it's about how, cause I'm a runner as well. So I, it's called running through my thoughts. And so I just kind of collected some essay, personal essays about running and how it ties into how I write and the discipline of running. Um, how it feeds into the discipline of writing. So I don't know, hopefully it works out and people enjoy reading it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I like that. So when you say you're a runner, are you running like trails or are you running like distance or sprints?
1: Um, I am a very slow runner now. I used to run, I mean, I was never very fast, but I used to run pretty quick, but now I'm very slow. (laughs) And, um, I like running trails, but I tend to stay on more populated places like um, pavement, road, um, sidewalks, and things. Um, I rarely run in the gym. I don't. I really don't like running on the treadmill. It's really boring. <laughs> yeah, I
0: would imagine so. <laughs> I'm not a runner, so I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Are when you're writing your mini memoir? Is it Is it things that you are thinking about while you're running too? Like do you think about your book while you're running?
1: So I well no I'm not anymore. I mean I guess I do in the in the idea that I am paying a lot more attention to like how my body feels when I'm running so that I can maybe write it more accurately when I'm writing the mini memoir. But um, it's. It's done now, so I'm just working on the formatting of it and all of that so that it can be published. But um, mostly I'm writing about like the experiences of running and then tying them to my experiences of writing. So it's, it's almost two different things, but I tie them together with a thread. Does that make sense? Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, that makes sense, absolutely. <laughs> So how long did it take you to... Is this your very first very first book that you're doing?
1: Yes, it is. How um, long did it take you? Well, I guess technically it's taken me like six years because these um, personal essays started out as very bad blog posts when I started my blog, Everyday Scribe, um, back in 2015. So I did like a, a series of blog posts called... Uh, I can't even remember what they're called right now. Something about running, but, um, so I did a series of blog posts about them. And so I took those and I really, I rewrote them. You can barely tell that they're the same in personal essays that I wrote back in the, back in 2015. So I rewrote them completely. i added some more personal background and stuff into it, um, just to kind of make it more relevant to the writing side of it. And so finally it's going to be coming out. So yeah, I guess six years I've been working on this, although I didn't really get the idea until this year. So formally, I guess I've only been working on it for like a year. So did the book concept come to
0: you kind of when COVID hit and you were like thinking more
1: about it? Um, well, me I guess maybe I hadn't really made that connection but probably like I had a lot of time for self-reflection I also started journaling a lot so that probably helped too yeah Uh,
0: absolutely
1: yeah just like reflecting on like my life and my goals and all of that stuff so journaling has really kind of given me a new direction and and just kind of almost changed how I think about myself and perceive the world almost. I mean, I I mean, that sounds pretty grand, but I don't, It really has.
0: (laughs) Well, that's good. So um, journaling for you, tell me what it's like. Are you writing on a piece of paper? Are you like typing on a computer?
1: Are you? No, I am writing in a notebook. So just like the cheap notebooks that you can get at the store. Um, And I think that that, because I've tried Creating a journaling habit several times throughout my life. And um, I actually um, would always start, maybe write one or two days in a row, and then I would quit. And then I was just recently looking back at some of my old journals, and it looked like every April was when I would start journaling. I don't know what it was about April, but I decided that I needed to start journaling it again. And then I wouldn't journal again until the following April. So I think that I kind of um, identified some of the barriers that I was putting up in my way that were are just really silly kind of things. Like I had a fancy journal. So I thought that I had to write, you know, really pretty things in it or something, you know, and it couldn't have scratched out lines and big old messes and stuff like the journals that I do now. So now I just have like, plain journals or just plain notebooks that I use as journals and I use a pen and just I don't like something I scratch it out (laughs) it's a big mess and then I write notes in the corners like it reminds me of something or something I'll write in the margins or something like that so it's just a big huge mess
0: so I we went school supply shopping this past weekend and I was like I think I'm going to get a little notebook too. And so I went ahead and grabbed just the the regular notebooks, like the mm-hmm. regular size instead of the small size, because mm-hmm. I always find myself with the smaller size. I'm like, well, I want to write more. <laughs> or like, <laughs> this isn't big enough for me. But I was I was kind of excited to like start writing journals again. Do you ever write about like your day-to-day life? Like, Oh, today was so good. And then um, like talk about your day in your journal, or are you writing like a story in your journal? Or um, a little bit of both?
1: Yeah, it's really a little bit of both and more because like if I wake up with a dream that I had um that night or something, I will write that in my journal and if that takes up my two pages that I want to write and every day then, then maybe I'll stop then or jog something else I'll keep going but yeah I write about just my mundane mundane day that I do every day or you know maybe the the best thing that happened the day before because I generally um, journal in the morning but yeah just everything and then I'll, I'll also like um, I'll witness my thoughts. So like whatever I'm thinking, if it's something, especially if it's something negative, I'll write it down and really examine it and see if this is something that is really true. Like for example, I suffer from imposter syndrome a lot. So is this thought that I'm having that I'm not good enough to be a writer or whatever, is this really a true thought or is this something that I'm just telling myself because my horrible shrieking ill of a inner critic is telling me trying to make me small
0: <laughs> right when I was younger I went to a counselor and um, I had some past trauma mm-hmm. and um when she was like telling me you know you should journal your thoughts and this and that and mm-hmm. at first I didn't really like believe her like it was gonna help me in this journey mm-hmm. and um Eventually, I did end up writing in a journal and I'd write down my thoughts, I'd write down my dreams, I'd scratch it out. I'd get so angry sometimes, and I would just use a pen and just scribble like everything that I wrote. like I wrote it, and now I'm just gonna kind of like scribble over it and erase this for my thoughts. And even I even burned a couple journals before, and that was really um, moving and healing for me. So I can totally, like, I want to journal again, but I haven't done it just because, like, it brings back old thoughts also, Mm -hmm. but I'm hoping someday I'll just be able to journal and not think about past
1: events. (laughs) Yeah. So. I hope that you can do it, because, yeah, like you said, it's very cathartic sometimes, so, yeah, I hope you can get back into it. Thanks.
0: So um, I see you do writing pop ups sessions,
1: which I wanted
0: to do that one time. And I I just never got the time to actually do it. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do there?
1: Yeah, so they're just very um, informal or also journaling sessions, (laughs) (laughs) writing sessions. So you can whatever project you're working on. It can be anything, um, a blog post, a book you're working on, poetry, anything that you want to sit down and work on. And for either an hour or two hours, um, I've had, I have been doing them for two hours, but I think I'm going to start doing them for just an hour. Um, We just get together and we get on Zoom and we write. So, for the first couple of minutes, we just kind of set our intentions. And I don't require you to have your um, camera or audio on, because I I don't like that. So <laughs> so you don't have to do that. Um, so yeah, we just set our intentions, like we're going to write a poem today or something. And then we just start writing. And then at the end, we just check in and see how we're feeling and how we did. and say goodnight night and move on about our day so then we just get our words on the page so it's just really some gentle accountability and camaraderie among writers I guess
0: do how many people are at the each session or does it just vary
1: it varies sometimes honestly sometimes I'm the only one there <laughs> but that's okay I still get my two hours of writing in and I stay there for the entire two hours because I tell people they can come whenever they want. They don't have to come right at the beginning of the session. Um, So sometimes it's just a couple of people. Sometimes it's just me.
0: Do people ever share what they write and ask for, like, um, feedback?
1: No, not really. I mean, I thought about maybe doing something like that, but that's not really the purpose of this um, writing session. So maybe I'll do something separate. And do that? I don't know. But this is just for sitting down and blocking out an hour or two hours of your day with, you know, boundaries of these are my writing. This is my writing time. So gotcha. just to help with accountability and with putting boundaries around time for writing when it's hard because it's hard and it's easier when you have it um, on the counter calendar and you're going to be meeting with somebody else than it is to just be like, I'm going to try to write an hour today or whatever right
0: it's easier to say I'm going to do this with somebody and make that Mm -hmm. time for it right um so do you still do write your blog posts then
1: I do yeah I try to write one about once a week but sometimes it's more like twice a month but I do write blog posts still
0: is that the weekly scribe then
1: Everyday Scribe, yeah. The Weekly Scribe is my newsletter, so um, people can sign up for my newsletter and they'll get updates, sometimes just random thoughts that I have, and um, they'll get the schedule for the writing sessions and updates on the progress of my book and things like that
0: okay and then I noticed on your Instagram you do writing prompts like the last one you did was write five things that made you happy today uh-huh. um I love these because I will sometimes write them down um not on a comment I'm sorry <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> but
0: sometimes I see them and I'll just like write it down on my little notebook or whatever um so I just, I want you to know that I, I see it and I like it and I thank you for that. Uh, do you yeah. want people writing in the comments?
1: Um, if they feel comfortable with that, then yeah, sure. But I really just want people, I mean, if they feel so moved to you know, use it as a prompt for themselves and if they feel like they want to write about it, then that's great, but Yeah, if they want to share, I'm happy to read it. (laughs) I would love to have that. But it's definitely not, it's not my objective, I guess.
0: Right. Have you done marathons before?
1: I did a half marathon. Um, Are you talking about running or riding? Sorry. (laughs) 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 Kind
0: of, now that you asked that question, I'm kind of wanting to know the answer to both.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just wondering, because I don't know if anybody ever calls because there's things called writing sprints. And so I don't know if anybody calls any of them a writing marathon. Although, I guess, I don't know that it's really called that, though. But every November, there's NaNoWriMo, which is National no- Novel Writing. Month, And so you're supposed to write an entire novel in a month. So it's kind of a ridiculous thing. Um, Goal, but I mean people do it all the time so I mean props for them but I have not been able to do that um so uh,
0: do, now I have more questions about that but okay. so <laughs> go, go ahead I'm so sorry no no it's fine.
1: <laughs> so um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so they have, like, all-night writing sessions. Like, they stay up all night and write. And at least before COVID, they did it, like, at the library and stuff like that. They would have all-night writing sessions. Yeah, I just don't have that kind of stamina. So I don't know if they would ever call those a writing marathon, though. But I have done a a half marathon, and I talk about it a lot in my book. (laughs) So if you want to know more about it, you can... I'll read it,
0: it in the interested. book, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do they call like a reading marathon? Like when we were, I feel like when I was a kid, we did, um, where you had to like read something every day. What is it called? Book-a-thon? Read-a-thon. Oh, Read-a-thon. Yeah, Read-a-thon. yeah I think That's heard of what them. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like what was that yeah
1: <laughs> that Did sounds you... very familiar
0: <laughs> it was definitely a read-a-thon it was supposed to be like where you read for five minutes every day or something I don't know I have to look it up I guess um okay anyways how many books do you read a year
1: um, well, I was keeping track of it on Goodreads, um, but I kind of lost track. So I'm on at 26 on Goodreads, but I know I probably read at least 10 or 15 more than that. So probably 36, I'll say, this year so far, and it's August. Nice. Um, but like um, last year during COVID, I... Seriously, didn't read that much. I guess it was just too stressful or something. I don't know. So it just varies.
0: Yeah, and you you put a lot of work into your book. Yeah, during that time, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, because it's not just it's not just writing a book. You have to edit it. You have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure uh, you have to find some like a publisher, right?
1: I'm gonna actually self-publish, so. Yeah, I'm doing it all on my own. I did hire an editor and um she is great, but after I had her edit it, I decided to change a lot of stuff. So I don't know that she wants to be credited with editing my book now because it's completely different from <laughs> when she edited it. <laughs> so <laughs> but if you don't <laughs> if you ever want to well, I guess I shouldn't do that because I don't know. She's very specific on what she edits. So I guess I shouldn't say if you're ever writing a book because it's not any book, she'll edit.
0: But yeah. <laughs> so, did you, you're okay. So, let's talk about your editor just for a minute. Okay. Um, did you reach out? Did you already know her or did you have to find her?
1: I did already know her a little bit. So I've met her at different events at the library for writing and um, stuff. So she actually did like a one page edit for me at a writing event at the library a few years ago. And so I've just been following her on social media and stuff um, since then. And I think I saw her at another event or two since then. So I just reached out to her and asked if this was something that she would um, edit because she's a non-fiction editor and this is nonfiction. but um yeah so i just reached out and was like hey is this something that you would be interested in doing but also um editors get booked up quite a bit ahead of time so even if you don't have it done you should probably go ahead and book an editor which is what i wanted to do anyway because that gave me a deadline to work towards and so then I know I have to have it done by this date, but it didn't really work out so well for me because then I, again, like I said, I changed it all up after I got it back.
0: <laughs> right. So does do you think she has to read it again, kind of look it over and make sure that she wants to be on there or?
1: Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't credit her with the editing of it without her express approval now because I've changed so much of it. I don't want her to feel like um like if there's mistakes in it I don't want her to be credited with those so um because I'm not gonna have her redo it just because well the money and I think it's well worth the money to have an editor so that's not what I'm saying at all You definitely invest in an editor <laughs> I'm just going to choose not to at this point because I already had her edit it and right I'm just I just changed it enough that I don't think that I want and without her permission, I don't want to, um, credit her editing to my book unless she wants it done that way.
0: So do you feel like, um, when it was edited and you got it back and you've changed things in it, did you feel like it was the edit part that made you want to change things or just you kind of processing it more?
1: just me processing it more. Um, she did make some suggestions that, um, I think made it stronger, but the big changes that I made was from me processing it more thinking about, um, some of the different essays and how it could be a stronger tie between running and writing. So I would, I changed it. So that's the problem with writing or poetry or anything is that <laughs> you just never think that it's completely done. So at some point, I'm just going to have to be like, this is done. Like I said earlier, it's done now. I just have to format, form, format it. So I just got to quit messing with it.
0: <laughs> yes. And so how how are you going to publish it on
1: Amazon? Yeah, so I'll have it on Amazon, but also I will... Um, I'm hoping, this is my plan anyway, to have it on Amazon for both digital download and for a uh, paperback book. And then I'll also have it distributed to other retailers like Barnes & Noble and all of the other big stores too, hopefully. So that's my plan. We'll see how it works out. This is my first time publishing a book on my own, so or at all. So I'm learning as I go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's great that you're learning as you go and what better way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that'd be so neat to walk in a store and just see your book out there.
1: I just, I, I think that's awesome. I, I, I will probably giggle like a little girl. <laughs> Heck
0: yes, I would too. <laughs> I'm I'm like I talked to Jerry, I know this book. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you want to start writing or not writing, doing a podcast?
1: Um well, okay, so the writer that I mentioned earlier that I met um a few years ago and she's a poet and she's just magnificent. So we go on these walks um, on occasion and we walk for an hour and we just talk about writing and you know the struggles of writing and all of the the things around writing generally um, but also other topics too but we were just like this would be a great podcast if <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we could like record the, our walks but so I decided to I started thinking about it then how interesting it would be to have a podcast And also, it's a different way of thinking through, um, like, my thoughts about things, too, to speak them out loud versus writing them in a journal or even trying to write something more formal. So I just thought it would be another interesting way of communicating. So um, I have thought about it for a long time, but then, like, the technology of it was just like, oh, I'll figure it out later. I'll figure it out later. Or, you know, what do I really have to say? It's worth anything anyway. You know, because that inner critic is always there. And um, so I just finally decided that I'm just going to do it. I'm not even going to think about it anymore. I'm just going to do it. And then I ended up getting an email right almost immediately after I decided I was going to do it that said, hey, we're going to have a talk this weekend about how to start a podcast. So I was like, well, that's about the universe telling me something to do. I don't know what is. So yeah, so I just decided to jump in and do it.
0: <laughs> Great. Um, I have listened to some and I really like it so far. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I know one of it was about journaling. I didn't get to listen to all of it yet, but I was listening to some of it on the way home. And you're going to be doing a journaling
1: course, right? I am. Yeah, it starts on August 18th. So it's, it's basically, it's just like getting you started, like, like how I got started, because I've had so many stops and starts, I figure there's probably more people out there. In fact, I know that there are because I talked to them, that want to journal, but they just can't get it started for whatever reason. So I just. I would show or like share what I have done to overcome some of the barriers that I was putting in my own way, and you know maybe it would be helpful to other people. Absolutely. And then I'll provide journaling prompts and stuff for them to keep for always. They'll be similar to the ones that I do online on Instagram. Yes. Thank you for saying that you like them because I was actually thinking about quitting doing them. (laughs)
0: Oh, you were <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'll try to comment on some of them that I feel comfortable with. Um, what is so I'm looking at like your what is this called your links? What is book discussion series?
1: So those are just blog posts on my website where I talk about books I've read. so. Okay. Yeah, some of them have, like, um, well, a lot of them have, like, discussion questions that go along with them, and then if you want more discussion questions, then you can go to the super secret page on my website, but you have to sign up for that one, and then you'll get, like, more discussion questions for that book, but I don't post those on the page because... a lot of times they contain spoilers and I, I want to make sure that people really, really want to <laughs> read the spoiler questions before they get them.
0: Absolutely. So in your everyday life, can you tell me what a day is like for you?
1: Um, well, <laughs> so I... <laughs> wake up and i get my tea and i journal and i'm not a very fast journaler either unless i really have something on my mind so i could be journaling for like an hour and um then i try to get some kind of exercise in i've been running mostly lately um And then I will work on whatever my project is. So like right now my mini memoir or the journaling class that I'm putting together. Um, I also had another class that I did. So I was using poetry to survive the workplace. And I think I'll be relaunching that one soon too. So I'll do some work on that one. Once I get the journaling course all put together And they're all self guided courses. So I record like little short videos to watch that you can squeeze into whatever schedule you have. Anyway, so then I will eat lunch and, you know, take a walk maybe and work on other things that I have to do that may not be so fun (laughs) um (laughs) like cleaning (laughs) I was thinking more like invoicing and (laughs) oh (laughs) (laughs) but yeah cleaning too totally (laughs) cleaning is so fun so yeah and then I I don't know I eat dinner and relax I try to I try to have rest time in my day but I am very much trying, I'm a a recovering hustle culture person, so it's hard to rest.
0: (laughs) Yes, I believe it. (laughs) I try to rest, too. Um, So what is your favorite tea or coffee to drink when you're writing?
1: My favorite tea is yogi. Vanilla ice green tea, and it's positive energy or something like that. Positive energy vanilla ice green tea. That is my favorite tea. It's very specific. It is very specific. <laughs> <laughs> but I I like almost any tea. I don't think I drink a tea that I didn't like. That's the one I drink almost every morning. And then coffee too. I do drink coffee on occasion. I actually really love coffee, but. Um, tea I don't have to have cream or sugar in and tea I do so I just I typically stick with tea if I can.
0: Gotcha do you have a favorite writing spot like in your home? I
1: have a writing desk that I do most of my writing but I also will write in bed I have taken my computer and to the park and written in my car (laughs) um or at a picnic table if it's not too windy, um, you know, anywhere, pretty much. I I like to write in coffee shops and stuff, but I haven't really wanted to do that for a while, so <laughs> for, you know, obvious reasons.
0: Right. <laughs> but yeah, mostly I write at my desk. Do you plan on writing after you finish your mini memoir do you plan on writing another
1: book I do I have a romance novel started kind of working on that and um I also want to collect all the blog posts that I've written about writing and collect those into a similar kind of thing like the mini memoir but it would be more of like a not a writing advice book (laughs) <laughs> go along with my not writing a writing advice podcast so yeah and I named it not a writing advice podcast because though I talk about writing a lot and I talk about my writing process and stuff a lot everybody has their own process of writing or of any kind of art or work or whatever so I mean I don't think anybody really has the, the authority to tell somebody else how they should be doing something I feel like you could just Maybe take nuggets from people and see what works for you, and if it doesn't, then you get rid of that. And if it does, then great, and you've got an idea from somebody <laughs> that's kind yeah. of how I kind of piecemeal my process together. And it's always evolving, and it's you know, it's going to change again probably one day because you know, things that work for me now may not work for me later. So,
0: sure, do you use an outline for
1: your book? <laughs> <laughs> um, well. I try to do that. I am somewhere, I don't know if you know these terms, but a plotter or a pantser. A plotter is the one that uses the outline extensively and a pantser is just like, they just start writing and see what happens. So I'm kind of in between those. I kind of want to know what I am doing in the book. So I'll have like highlights of what I want, but I also want the book to evolve or the story to evolve how it does, because sometimes things just come up from writing that isn't what you had planned. So I like to have that kind of freedom as well. But I'm really working on having a little bit more structure versus just writing by the seat of my pants, which is why they're called pantsers.
0: (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah, I did not know those terms, but now I do. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you plan on using um, like beta readers?
1: Yes, I did actually send it out already to beta readers. So the feedback I got, on that, I sent it out before I sent it to my editor. So um, I got some really good feedback and made the changes that, most of the changes that they suggested and then sent it to my editor. And then I came up with my own more more changes from me. So yeah did you I did use beta, beta readers? Do you feel like that helped you? Yeah, um I think it's important to have other people read it just to kind of see what is working because and what is not because you get it stuck in your head of what it's supposed to be and what it's supposed to sound like, but that may not actually what be what it what's coming across. So I think it's good to have the feedback, but I also think it's good to remember that you're still the the writer. Like, I'm still the writer. So it's still ultimately my decision on whether or not I want to take whatever they say and make changes or not. So just because they feel like it didn't work in a a place, maybe it really didn't. But it's going to be my decision because ultimately it's my book and I want it to... (laughs)
0: No, absolutely. It's your it's your book, it's your writing. So you want it Mm -hmm. the way that you want it, which is absolutely the way it should be. Um, But that's good, though, that some that you took some of the feedback and changed it a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think it's important to, to read the feedback and, and really consider it. And because sometimes it really is an important point. And especially if more than one person makes the same point, then that's definitely something you probably should look at, because or something I should look up because, you know, um, obviously it's coming across in a way that I didn't intend.
0: How many beta
1: readers did you have for your book? I just sent it out to two. And I probably, I don't know what like the best number is for beta readers. Um, I've heard like three or four and not, not like a too many more than that, but I just went with two because I went with two people that I felt comfortable with saying, hey, could you mind reading this book? <laughs> and they were like, sure.
0: Right. So the two that you picked, do they have
1: writing experience also? One does. The other one, well, both of them actually does. But um, one of them is the writer that I've been talking about. Um, she is the one that got me back into writing poetry and all of that stuff. So she is more a professional writer, I guess. And then the other one has, uh, she's been dabbling in writing kind of like I did for quite a long time before I started to get really serious about it. So I guess they both have writing backgrounds but they definitely have different perspectives on writing. So that was good to have those two different backgrounds of writing experience
0: absolutely um, do you use all social media like I know you use Instagram because that's where I found you yes but um, um, do you use like uh, Twitter and Facebook like have your own Facebook page
1: yeah I do I don't get on Facebook that often though I um, I'm not a huge fan of Facebook but and I have a Twitter account as well. And both of those are at Everyday EverydayScribe. Um, okay. But honestly, I don't get on Twitter that much either, because I just don't get very much engagement over there like I do on Instagram. So I tend to prioritize Instagram over the other two, just because I get more engagement and interaction. And I like the interactions and stuff with people. So it's Like on Twitter, I just feel like I'm yelling into a big void.
0: (laughs) Right. Like, where is it going?
1: (laughs) 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 So, I don't know. I post there on occasion. I think 11 people see my post. So,
0: (laughs) that's fair than (laughs) none. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I don't, I just don't, I just prioritize Instagram. So, if you want to reach out or Find me on social media. Instagram is your best bet. And on Instagram, I'm at everyday scribe underscore com.
0: Got it. Um, do you plan on having guests on your
1: podcast? I do plan on having guests on my podcast. But that's great. Thank you and for
0: then, having me on. You are so welcome. I hope you have a good rest of your day.
1: Thank you. You too.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.